Friends Thursday on WEI. That's the reason Boston fans get skittish. And it's time for the most feared hockey analyst in America. That's good hamburger, but it's not steak. Former Beast defenseman and head coach Mike Melberry. They're a freaking mess. Make a comment about the great one and not be 100% positive. I was, I, I needed a cup of coffee, to be honest with you. Right now on the Craig Hill Morning Show. Bruins Thursday is brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh since 1860. And Mike Milbury joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Hey, Mike. Good morning. How were your holidays? Uh, good. Kind of quiet. You know, we made this move down to the Cape and sort of threw a lot of traditions off track, so we've got to rebuild a couple of them. But it was it was good. We actually spent uh, New Year's Eve in New York City and. Boy, that place is a mess. I mean, <laughs> it's just like the storefronts are all closed. The yeah. it, it, it trash is all over the street, and it's just like. And I used to love to go to New York. It used to be happening place, and it just it's lost its mojo. But I guess that's true of a lot of places today. In the context of Mac Jones suggesting that the flashlight that he got for Christmas was his best gift, I wanted to ask you what your best gift was. <laughs> Starbucks card. Ooh, that always works. <laughs> you know what? That's actually a pretty good gift. Yeah, I, well, you would like that because it's useful. Yeah, I know, right? but I, I, I would I would prefer Dunks. I don't really go to Starbucks. Yeah. Well, Mil- Milbury's kind of a Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. I, and yeah. I'm surprised with that one. You know, Mike, you don't, you don't, you don't, I don't think pitch you as a Starbucks guy. Oh, yeah, quad espresso on most days. Wow. You're going right for the gusto. Yeah, you seem more like a Dunks guy. Yeah, seems like a... No, you you got me all wrong then, guys. (laughs) You got me all wrong. Seem like the guy Uh, who... Yeah, exactly. I'm Dunks all the way through here. Um, All right, so um, are you uh, more impressed than you were prior to Christmas with this team? They they seem to be putting it together uh, a little bit here of late. Well, listen, they had a long break. They were able to get themselves somewhat healthy, although they still have people in the COVID protocol. And, you know, they weren't exactly playing the the best teams in the league, but they, you know, New Jersey had been playing well. Give them credit. They scored enough goals to to beat those three teams, and they got it from a lot of different players. I mean, Cassidy shuffles the lines. Whenever you shuffle lines, it sort of catches everybody's attention. And you get a new opportunity. And this time around, different people have chipped in. Felino gets a goal, which hadn't happened all year. Howell gets another goal. Oscar Steen chips in. And that's exactly what they've needed. Mike, when you look at the shuffling of the lines and, and when you talk about moving pasta down to that second line to play alongside uh, Howell and Hall, which opens up space, is he now kind of – stuck in this because it looks like they're playing better, that group is playing better, where you can't move pasta back to the perfection line? Well, there's no guarantee that it's going to stay this way. They're going to get balanced approach, but they've needed to have at least two lines. And and maybe come time now for pasta to carry his own line. Mm -hmm. And if he can do that, puts him in a much, much better position. But I don't think you have to be married to the fact that he's on the second line if things start to go south again and they need to get back on track that first line is a good it's a good bargaining chip to have in your pocket mike it looks like tuca may play as early as this weekend in providence what what is your guess at what don sweeney does when it comes to the goaltender situation 
I have no idea if there's a market for Olmark, but that to me is the that's that's what you'd want to do. And if you can't find a, a market for Olmark, I suppose you could send Swayman down, which is to me self defeating. You want a young kid learning his trade with somebody like a veteran like Rask or Olmark if he's up to the task. But I'm, I'm scratching my head at how we got here in the first place. I mean, I, I don't know how that happened. If, if everybody thought Tuca was coming back, there was never any need for Omar. But here they have a – and I, I saw Cassidy's comments. No, we've got to figure out how to use three guys, and we probably can't. And they can't. So s- somebody's got to go somewhere at some point. And your guess is as good as mine. Mike, when it comes to Cassidy, obviously we've talked a lot about whether or not he's kind of lost – this locker room in a sense uh, it was reported that he had told the top line that he was going to shake things up before he did it do you think that's him trying to earn guys back or do you think that this is a nothing burger as we call it and that that's just a coach being a coach yeah that's a coach being a coach but I do think there was enough there was enough chatter about how he was handling the locker room that maybe he he adjusted maybe he had some time off and got a chance to reflect on what he was doing or maybe somebody whispered in his ear that it's uh you know you're not going to you're not going to beat the horse into submission you're going to have to coax it into submission it's a much better tact and so him sitting down with key guys is that's always a key it's, it's a key aspect of the job communication clearly openly and and, and often Mike I kind of want to jump back into this Tuka thing a little bit cuz I I find it to be fascinating that you know what are the other two guys thinking when they see Tuka's there? He's, he's kind of, you know, he's working, he's practicing. It almost looks like we all believe, and I know if we believe it as fans, players got to believe it, that like, all right, they're just waiting to get Tuka back. So <laughs> what is Swayman and Linus like? Where is that playing for them mentally? And if you're Tuka Raskin, they bring you back and you don't perform well, what, what like, where where do the Bruins go with all this? I think this is a huge mistake. I I, I thought it was a mistake from the beginning. I didn't mind the play. I thought of Allmark signing when you when you were assuming Tuca doesn't come back. But now that he clearly is on track to come back, I can't imagine it doesn't it doesn't hurt the focus of both Swayman and Allmark. You know, you're looking over your shoulder at a guy that's been to the Stanley Cup Finals a couple of times with the Bruins who's won a a Vezina trophy, and you guys have had the net for, you know, five months. Uh, and right now it's pretty clear as he shows up at practice that he's going to nudge out some of your ice time. And that has to be confidence-shaking and, and attention-shaking. And it doesn't – I've never had any luck with three goaltenders, and I, I don't know many teams that ever have. Uh, there's just – you can't get enough practice time. You can't, can't get enough game time. And so they're facing this issue. But to get back to the question, I mean, the easiest guy to let go for me would be Olmark if there's, if there's a market. And if there's not, I don't know, I don't know how they're going to deal with it. But also money-wise, I mean, I, you, you know, what do they have, a mil, like a million left? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, is Tuca going to play well, for him? <laughs> he implied that he was going to play for short money, but, yeah. I, you know, how short is short? And for how long? He's certainly not going to do it for more than a year. But he's he's wanted to come back to this team, or at least he's he's he said that. Uh, there were some rumors that other teams would be interested in him, but uh, I can't imagine the Bruins going to bring him back and then turn around and try to trade him. 
You know, that's just, it seems like dirty pool right there. It seems like they have this unwritten contract that he's going to come back and they're going to give him an opportunity to play and, and earn his job back. And it just, it puts everything up in the air for me. And, uh, and it's an uncomfortable situation. And now it comes at a time when the team is starting to play a little bit better. Hey, Mike, Pasternak had that nine-game streak without scoring a goal. He finally uh, buries one game winner the other night. When you watch him, and you watched a lot of great players through the years, where what is he? Can he carry a team? Like, in the next few years, is he going to be an elite top-five player in the league, do you think? I don't know if he's a top-five player in the league, but he's a, he's, he's a premium winger. I mean, he's a t- He's a top-line player on any team in the league. And, uh, you know, he, he can break open games with his abilities. And I don't think he's quite as good as he's, he's going to be. He's not quite at the top of his game, but he's approaching it. And I'd love to, I would love to have seen a legitimate second-line center playing with him and to see if that could, that could really help both the first line with Bergeron and Marshan and whoever plays the right side. And then we have a two-line setup again. But that, that option has not, has not existed from day one of training camp. Mike, when you talk about going back to Tuca, because you said that you know other teams were interested, his agent released a statement saying that, uh, that the Bruins were the only team. So what does that tell you about Tuca and his mindset? Do you think that this means he's looking for you know, only one year and he thinks he'll be done? Because, you know. I, I think it's a, a legitimate question, but, I mean, if the Bruins didn't want him, would that be the only team still? I mean, would he have changed his mind? Uh, clearly it's easier for a guy who's got a young family who's been in Boston for almost his entire career um, to want to play for, for – the team and with guys that he's familiar with for a long time and good friends. Uh, so it makes sense that he'd want to come back to Boston. It's just the way this thing is all played out hasn't made as much sense from an organizational standpoint. And uh, that's what's got Wiggy scratching his head and, and me as well. All right, Mike, we'll let you go get ready for snowmageddon. I think the Cape is uh, going to get whacked here, according to our official weather smoke, Jeremy Reiner. So you better stock up on the bread and the milk and everything. You got it. I'm on my way to the store right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Mike Milbury, Bruins Thursday, every Thursday here at WEEI.